Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name's Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guests today are a band that hails from the great state of Tennessee. Since 2016, they've released a trio of EPs packed with standouts like Daphne Blue and See Through. Now they're gearing up to release their self-titled LP, due out September 10th. They teased their first full length with a string of singles, including Roses, Sorry Mom, One Last Cigarette, and most recently, Know It All, a refreshingly unbitter send-off to a former flame. After a year stuck inside like the rest of us, they're gearing up to hit the road this fall, playing a series of stadiums with the country duo Dan and Shay, and a stint at Bonnaroo in their home state. I'm so happy to welcome Jeffrey Jordan, Spencer Stewart, and Harrison Burgess, who together are known as the Band Camino. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us on. Yeah, of course. So you just released your new song, Know It All, a send-off to a, to a former flame, a relationship that didn't work out. Tell me about that track. What's the genesis of that song? So we were in, um, we were on a writing retreat in Florida, and um, we were sitting looking at the beach and talking about the concept of the song. It's like you, obviously, like you said, there's an old flame, and you see her out, and you, it's not necessarily like you want her back. It's just, you know, you kind of are reminiscing on the stories and all the things that, you know, that you know that she didn't hasn't told him, you know, maybe because it's not the most appropriate thing to to share with your with your current uh your current your flame. Current flame. And that comfort level you guys had. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think at getting older too, you just think about like, I don't know, your exes and getting older and you're like, man, like, yeah, they have a new thing and a wife or like, I don't know, have, having like an ex-girlfriend like get married or have kids and stuff like that. And it's you're like trippy. it's weird. Yeah. And you're like 
yeah, I know that they're probably way closer to that person than they are to me, obviously, because they're with them. But there's still things that, like, she's definitely never told him kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, like, and it says in the song, too, honestly, I hope you're happy. I hope you're doing well. But it's yeah. like, you know, like, we've still got some information in between us <laughs> that, you know, we probably won't share. And we shared, <laughs> we shared a time in our life, too, that's like only an intimate. It's really specific yeah. intimacy. So yeah. it's like yeah. no matter how far they go you know you always have a certain connection with them in the back of both of your minds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is like one of the healthiest breakup songs I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's, it's Love to hear that. That's, yeah, I'm glad you see it that way. Wait, so you mentioned a, a writer's retreat. That sounds awesome. What, t- tell me more about that. What was, what was just that day like or that weekend or whatever it was? It was, yeah, Destin. We were in Destin, yeah. Florida. So yeah, we rented a beach house and went down with our producer and a couple other, a couple other writers. Yeah, like a couple frequent collaborators. Yeah, that we, we this guy Seth Ennis that we write a ton with. Like he was like one of the Jordan, our producer, and Seth Ennis, his other writer. He's like one of our best friends now. Is are like the first people we ever wrote with. When we moved to Nashville and we were like, we should try co-writing. Our manager was like, yeah, you should write with my friends. And so we yeah, our first ever co-write that we like wrote with anybody and like collaborated with like a producer and like another songwriter and stuff we wrote daphne blue which is like one of our it's like our song we always close the set with now and like it was our first ever like co-write with these same guys pretty much so it was them and then um this guy jeff warburton is an insane writer and just like a great hang so we kind of have our like our boys that we our go-tos that we just like collab with and like make music with so yeah, I feel like there's a there's a uh, you know you might disagree with me, but uh, I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like they are the the honorary band Camino members. They're <laughs> they're they're always around. Yeah, they're they, heavy influence. Yes, heavy influence they're on the on band Camino. The direction. Yeah. Oh yeah, the honor. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask. I mean, you started out in Memphis. What was that transition like going to Nashville? Which seems it's such a, as you mentioned, such an insanely collaborative musical place. Like, what was that like getting integrated in uh, in that community? Well, a lot different than Memphis. Memphis is like, I always say like, it's like, I love being from Memphis. I love Memphis. Um, like we, I have Memphis tattooed on my arm right here. It's like, well, I think we're, me and Spencer Garrison was actually born in Memphis too, but then he moved away when he was like, what, five months old or something? I, w- I was three years old. Three years and then old. my parents, we moved to Arkansas for my dad's job. So but your dad I, went to Memphis, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I was born there. So it's, it, 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 it counts. The soul, the soul was like full-blooded in- Memphis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Memphis is a very is I'd say it's like it's like so talented as far as like musicianship and like playing live it taught us a lot about just like like some of the coldest musicians I've ever met in my life are all from Memphis and like growing up around that just hearing these insane players and gospel musicians and blues musicians and like in college it was very like whoa everyone is better than me and that kind of thing it just made us like you can't really fake like the live show and stuff like that so it kind of I can I don't know it helped us become students of our instruments more because I was always just like wanted to be a songwriter and write songs and then I kind of got to college and was like whoa I need to I need to practice guitar (laughs) so like I don't know and then Nashville moving here it's more of a collaborative scene as far as artistry I think Memphis is more like independent when it comes to artistry and more collaborative when it comes to like musicianship Mm -hmm. and here it's almost Mm -hmm. the opposite of like more collaborative with like your songwriting and like just get into sessions with whoever and just making music and it's like it's definitely a different but still maintains some similar threads i guess 
Know It All's a new single off your upcoming debut LP. How much of this was put together during the, the pandemic or, or pre-pandemic? Because you guys you went, went down to Texas? Yeah, right El Paso. El Paso, Texas to record. So the original plan was we were going to do Dan and Shay. And then in the fall, we were supposed to go out with Five, five Seconds of Summer. So obviously none of that ended up happening other than three shows with Dan and Shay. But So we kind of changed our plans because we weren't planning on doing the record until this summer originally so yeah we i mean we had a lot of songs written before the pandemic pre-pandemic but during the pandemic we really kind of since we didn't have anything else to do we set a date when we were going to go down to it's like it's in the city right out of el paso it's called tornillo it's a place called sonic ranch so we like set a date that we were going to go we were going to go for a month with our producer and like just crush it and like do it all in, in a month so we wrote a lot like in preparation for that. So we're just trying to beat songs, make new, cool, st- good story songs. This one, know it all specifically, we wrote pre-pandemic. We wrote, we wrote it like, what was it in January? Was that January? No, we wrote this at the beach. Yeah. Or when was that? It was May of last, May of 2019. 2020. No, this was like mid-pandemic. Oh, mid-pandemic. We were supposed to go to... Just to go to Colorado on this writing trip. That's what I'm thinking of. And um, we were going to like go down and like have kind of like a, I don't know if we, maybe it was April. We were going to go ski and snowboard and like, it always kind of helps to get away and like, I don't know, stay somewhere for a few days. And it helps mm-hmm. like, it just helps switch up your whole, your brain juices and stuff. But so with, with the pandemic and stuff, we just ended up getting a house so we can kind of like keep it to our own crew that we've been with. We wrote anything else that we wrote Everybody Dies, which is a track on this record, I guess. But I guess the track listing is now out because you can you can order the record. So the track listing is out. Yeah, we wrote a song called Everybody Dies that same week. That was like April and May. Get It Your Ways on there. Oh, yeah, um, Get It Your Way. Yeah, we wrote we wrote. We wrote, we, I mean, there's, there was a lot of that we got done during that, during yeah. the, the pandemic. Yeah. And I'd say like, as far as like the, how the record got written, it, it once we kind of booked those studio dates, we, we went down middle of August and stayed for a month. So it was like August and September. We'd been writing, I mean, we've been writing songs for so long being like, oh, this is going to be on the album. This will be on the album. Like we've been a band for six years now, almost working towards this moment of getting to record our first like full length self-titled debut album like 14 songs and once we had those dates on the calendar of like whoa this is when it's we're going so it really put us into like hustle mode as far as like there were days we were writing like two songs a day three songs a day over the summer just like writing all we were writing like we couldn't stop but it was a great feeling because it was like okay we have this date to like leave nashville and go to the studio it's like how many songs can we write how can we like get the best songs and how can we like and we kept just like writing more and more songs and it came down to like a dropbox I mean, we had so many songs but it came down to like a dropbox of maybe like 40 something songs that were like we were trying to pick from to narrow down to like 15 ish mm-hmm. and so we made we made a list of all the songs and it was like i'll die for this song i love this song i like this song no <laughs> and we all went through and went through each song and listened to the demo and talked about it and we all like put our check mark on the board like i'll die for this yeah i, I died for way too many i died for like more than we could even put on the record <laughs> But uh, that, that was the hardest part is like picking out the record because it's like this record could look so many different ways based on the songs that we wrote beforehand with it was like before we moved to Nashville, it was like, OK, we wrote these songs. We're going to go to the studio and record them. And now it's like we've kind of learned to turn on this collaborative, creative, just like write a song every day and like put ourselves in as many creative situations as possible. Like Spencer will go write a song with like some friends of his or some other co-writers or I'll go write a song with her. And then we'll all three go write a song with a different track guy or producer and just like switch up the scenario every time and just keep keep flipping over stones and trying to get just as many different kind of angles as possible because you never know like 
this is one example right before we left for the studio when we were sitting down to pick this list of songs spencer was like oh i have this song i wrote yesterday with jordan our producer and jeff warburton the guy we were talking about earlier and he we had already made like our list and stuff of what we all wanted to be on the record and he played this demo and the song was one last cigarette and i'd never even heard that song and we were like about to pick all the songs and it was like oh my god now we have to pick between now there's more, more. there's more <laughs> And that was like the second single. So it's like, it's crazy because that one made the list like the day that last, we picked. Very, extremely last second. It's very uh, indicative of, of me as a person. Yeah. Very procrastinator. Last last minute. My, all my best works at the very last second. It, it also just goes to show, we've always kind of said like, you know, the best song wins and and we write so much. Like the fact, the fact of the matter is we have a surplus of songs. Yeah, we could, we could make two to three more records full lengths if we really wanted to. But like, it's, you know, are we all in on this? Like, is every single song on this record something that we would all put our chips in for? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, each of those songs are special to each of us for different reasons, mm-hmm. but that's why they got chosen. And a lot of it did come down to, especially for that song, how is it going to come across live? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we going to, how is this going to perform? Is this going to like affect people and hit people the same, the way that we're kind of hoping our first record's gonna do, make like a statement. Yeah, since it's a self-titled record, we really want as close to who we are in at right now, you know, as, as humanly possible. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I mean, you said earlier, writing two to three songs a day. I mean, for someone like me who's never written a song in their life, that sounds like absolute madness to me. I mean, do you find that the best songs come quickly? They just sort of fall out almost fully fleshed out? Or is it different every time? Sometimes it's different almost every time. Yeah. I feel like with One Last Cigarette, I feel like I remember you saying like you, they like wrote it and they were kind of, it was kind of like they were all tired and like. Yeah, it was like we had all been bailed on or like they, they had like a, all right canceled and like everyone was just kind of not in like a bad mood but just kind of in like a fuck it whatever kind of mood and like so and then yeah warburton had a like just a little acoustic guitar riff and we were like i mean i guess sure why not and the note all note all was the same way like we were we didn't even finish writing that song until we were in the studio recording it like we recorded all the we pretty much had the instrumentation but we were like still not super sold on all of the lyrics so we like we're we spent yeah. a lot of we spent like multiple days rewriting know it all a couple times yeah because like we we kind of all had like our 10 that we we're like we'll die for it like these are it and then like the last like four or five was like oh this could be like a bunch of different combinations and so we kind of got down to the studio and we're like let's just tra- start tracking the ones we know we have this list of like eight that we want to pick like four or five from and we're going to feel kind of feel out how it's going in the in the room and like so that know it all was kind of one of those ones that was like okay we we like we like the song but we want to like tweak it like i feel like it needs changes it needs like the demo is a lot different than the, the final cut and it was cool because we got down there and we were just feeling the feeling the creativity and like, yeah there was riding, a really good energy down there. riding a wave of like man we're making our album and like every mm-hmm. all the ideas that were coming out were like they just felt like it felt right it felt like they were there to stay yeah but what but to speak your what you're saying a lot of a lot of them ended up they just came out a lot of them were like two to three hour rights which is pretty quick mm-hmm for for a riot but you know once you like get on a good idea and you're like have a good energy in the room and everyone's kind of vibing it so a lot of the time they will just kind of fall out and everyone like will they'll stand the test of time yeah so it's got it's it's both it's there it goes both ways and i won't say writing two to three songs a day is something i hardly ever do it was like there was like a two-week period right there before the end of the kind of the cutoff period of like okay we need to start picking songs and like pre-proing songs and and figuring out how what we're going to kind of the way we're going to track it for the two weeks kind of before we leave. So like mm-hmm. we need to, we kind of need to cut off and at least make a, a pretty final list of what we're going to do in El Paso. So it was like right before that cutoff period, I feel like we were just grinding. Yeah, we were, we were putting, going putting on. in some work, but it was so fun. It was fun. Looking back on it, it's probably the best part. Cause you're just like, cause I, yeah, I don't know how, I don't know when we'll be able to do that again or like go spend a month at a recording studio or, even be able to book a month at a recording studio contiguously. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the fact that everything sort of stopped or at least slowed down in the last year, did, was that a blessing or a curse? Did that make it so that you you found yourself almost second guessing like every single part, like the bass part, the drum part, the guitar part, and really like, because you had so much time to really go deep on every element of it, or was it was it more of a positive for you? Was it, it really give you a chance to really polish it and make it exactly how you wanted it? Probably a little of both, but I'd say like, as far as just the studio vibe, like a month sounds like a long time, but we, we really like the way we tracked it. We just started off and we would try to finish a song a day just to track like the instrumentation from the top. So like the first two weeks was just like a song a day, just getting like the basic instrumentation down. And then the, like the second two weeks was like going back through and finishing and putting vocals and putting like finals. So it was really, we kind of had like two days per song, which really isn't like 
that much time yeah. to like make a full song like the way that you want to put it out into the world so like it still wasn't even that much time we were i felt like we were like burning the candle the whole time we were there just like and kind of just moving with it and trying to trust our first instincts instead of being like oh let's do this bass part 89 times it was like oh that was sick what you played the first time that that was it yeah let's leave it like for sure and that's where it's kind of nice to have a have a producer that we trust as well george schmidt yeah like when he says he's really good at finishing project like he's really good at saying like let's stop here like that's that was great i don't think we're going to beat that we can try this 100 more times but i don't think it's going to yeah. be the same so that was a it's it was good to have him there as well Certainly. for that for that purpose and i feel like the whole year i mean like jeff was saying it was it's a little bit of both because when we scheduled the studio dates like a a switch was flipped and everybody was just like eye on the prize we're going there we're doing that like i don't know i don't know if when we picked a studio date i second guessed anything until maybe the last week of this of of the the studio time where i was like "Uh, is that okay like is that cool because as soon as we got there it was just balls to the wall everybody's just running and gunning running and gunning ready to go so like like jeff was saying it is a little bit of both but we were all ready. Like we we had been in quarantine for four months, five, yeah. four, and we five had done months. pre-production and stuff yeah. like that to try to get it all as dialed before we mm-hmm. went. Like obviously, we wanted to leave some space for you New know for creation ideas. and stuff as well. But like we had made made a lot of decisions before we we even yeah we'd even gone. So that was, that was helpful as well. I love how the guitar is just front and center, especially on a track like, like One Last Cigarette. And I read, this is total guitar nerdery. There's a sim, a Helix sim that you have that makes an electric guitar sound acoustic. I've never even heard of that. Can you tell me more about that? It sounds awesome. Yeah, did you see our, um, the One Last Cigarette live? We oh, did yes, it. yes, I did. Yes, yes. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And I'm playing, I'm playing the the telly and it sounds like the acoustic and it's crazy it's a yeah it's a helix patch and they just came out with a bunch of acoustic sims and like a lot of them are i think made for like running an acoustic through but if you run an electric through it it sounds like we kind of had to tweak it a little bit but like we got it pretty close and like that that guitar on like on kimmel is the electric and it's and like people were commenting like oh this is this sounds like uh this sounds like an acoustic and he's playing electric this must be all tracks and like yeah there are there are backing tracks that we're playing along to that are giving it beef but like synths and like under underlying stuff but like that guitar is live and it's crazy that they can do that and make that sound like an acoustic technology is nuts yeah Yeah, that is nuts i don't know how it works man but it it works (laughs) it works this guy's guy, I know in an interview you gave, you were talking about how your producer, Jordan Schmidt, he encourages you to go towards more unusual sounds. I wanted to ask you more about that. Like I'm thinking of like his your his like being your George Martin figure in a lot of ways. And like Yeah, well, our natural I think all of our natural dispositions is try to, to like try to find a really unique kind of thing. And Jeff is really like super into synths and loves like that sort of thing and pedals and all this different. I mean, we we all are. So we're all just looking for something that's going to make it. And we just like to play when it comes down to it, especially when you go to a new a place that has like new toys that you've never played with. Like we got to play with a whole bunch oh of new God, stuff yeah. that we had never the synthesizer. you've ever. Yeah. And I had like just got a got this synth called the OP one, which is like this little it's basically like a toy. And I we brought it down there and that like that was pretty uh, like a pretty yeah. prominent thing on, on the throughout the record. So it, he, it was just he knows how to get the main sounds like he's a whiz at making drums drum sound good it also helps that we have a really insanely good drummer 
And he also played bass on the record. I don't know if you said that yet, but so, you know, it's nice to have a good basic sound and then, you know, but it's like not anybody can do that, but to put the little spice on top and to, and to really figure out what, you know, nobody else is going to do or say. Yeah. I feel like too, with Jordan, we have gotten really comfortable with him too. I mean, not comfortable in a bad way, but comfortable as in the fact that we, he was the first person we ever co-wrote with and like, we let him like run the track. And so like, we just like have built this trust relationship with him. And like, it's like when you have a producer, like your sound is in their hands, like they're pressing the buttons. They are obviously you're putting out all the ideas and playing the parts and stuff, but the way that it's sonically coming together is like, he's touching the buttons and like, there has to be trust on both ways that, you know, he, and like, I think that's just grown over the past what three years yeah, three years yeah 2018 and like we've been making he's been making producing us since Daphne Blue I guess was the first thing we put out with him and like we just have this level of trust to where I think we're all he's having a lot of fun mm-hmm. he grew up doing like pop punk bands and rock bands and like a scene guy and then eventually moved to Nashville and got into more pop and country and like I think he's having a lot of fun with us like getting more experimental because he's making a lot of like um, amazing like country music and like pop music that's like pretty da- pretty down the middle not in like a bad way at all but just like less experimental I think than he can get with us not that like, we're like super weird and stuff but we do try to like Spencer said try to find weirder sounds and, and ways to make stuff sound a little different while still like being digestible and I think Jordan has a he has a good filter of like, what's too far? Oh, we need to make this weirder. We need to make this less weird. Like, I love that stuff. I love the old. I love the old analog synths, like mellotrons and stylophones and stuff like that. The yeah, we use that. The Prophet Six. Prophet the Six. Juno, was, we had a couple different Junos. Yeah. Prophet Six was like probably the. He bought one after. Yeah, I, I went home and bought one. So we used so it. I, so we, it was, I had, we had to have it. So it's insane. So we use that, and then the OP One, like he was saying, like really changed the whole dynamic, like of a lot of layers on a lot of songs because it's you yeah. can sample things in the room and like it just make like spit out little beats and percussive grooves and synth lines and arps and like just changes the thought process of things more than anything Certainly. i think it just it just does a lot and you're like well oh well what if i you know what if you did this with i don't know, it just put, it puts you through some different neural pathways and it's it's really nice kind of makes it fun to do music again Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. 
So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. Well, speaking of, of throwback analog technology that I love, you guys recently released a record for uh, Record Store Day, four songs by your buds in the band Camino. I'm a huge vinyl nerd. I mean, Record Store Day for me is like practically a, a holiday. Are you guys big crate divers? Like, do you go to record stores a lot and uh, find any gems lately if you do? Dude, not as much as I should, man. I have I have some old records, like some Huey Lewis and some random things. Like, I don't, I don't have a record player right now. I used to have like a, kind of a shitty one, but like... I used to when we were back in Memphis a little bit but, but no. not not so much since we've been in town which i feel like they would have some really yeah. like sick like vintage say. stuff probably so you you, pr- you could probably find some stuff pretty easy out here but yeah it's not that i don't want to do that it's that i don't do that so <laughs> <laughs> like i definitely would if i if i if i tried <laughs> but i'm sure we're all we'll all become collectors eventually mm-hmm, we've yeah. you know we've as we've been putting out our music, it's, you know, we're kind of creating our own collection for ourselves, or at least uh, giving ourselves a starting point. But but the Record Store Day thing was really cool. Yeah, right? that, it was really cool to be a part of that. Seeing sure. our records in actual record stores was really cool. Are there any uh, musical influences that really tie the three of you guys together? Like any all shared people that you all listen to when you're first starting out? There's like a lot. It's probably like a lot of the stuff you would expect, but like, I think bands, like a lot of bands, like I feel like ties together, like Coldplay, The Killers, Kings of Leon, yeah. and then like John Mayer. Like, yeah. Just like the, the classic incredible bands that nobody will ever be able to replicate. That's what we Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles was a big yeah. one too. Yeah. We all kind of came from different backgrounds and different approaches to music, which mm-hmm. I think helps us kind of cover a lot of bases and it gives our sound kind of like I don't know. It's definitely very three-sided because we all kind of look at it a different way. I feel like I, I always approach music. Like I have videos of me as a little kid, like singing songs before I could play like an instrument with them. Just like singing songs, looking at a notebook and like singing a song to my dad. Like I couldn't play an instrument, but I was like, I want to write songs. And Spencer, like, I feel like comes from like a, how does it make you feel? How does this groove and like beat make you feel? I don't mm-hmm. know. You like Kind of like more, not like a, not zoomed out, but more of like a less yeah. specific I don't know. Well, yeah, just the way that it feels. He's like the vibe. We call him the vibe raider because he rates the vibes. <laughs> like he's the vibe curator. I feel like I've always said that Spence, like he has like the coolest taste yeah. out of all of us. He shows me the most music that's like, hey, like listen to this song. Like, hey, listen to this song. Oh, you should listen to this band. And I'm like, whoa, how have I never heard of this band? I feel like Spencer is very much the quality control of the group because, you know, <laughs> like we're, we're all we're all throwing shit at the wall. 
And uh, if we if, if if we throw something down and we look at Spencer and he's like, it's not it, Chief. It's not it. So, it's not it, dude. You gotta you gotta make something that Spencer thinks is cool, and then it's cool. and then it's he's cool. The, he's the I'm at least I'm a, I'm nicer about it than I think I was originally. So that's that's yeah, good, that's okay. You gotta have the no guy. You and then Garrison the, Garrison's just the player. Like he's, yeah, is he's the one that can do anything. He approaches it from the technical. Like he plays like every instrument and like he has he has the parts. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of have like it's it's all around the base is covered. Yeah. And then we all kind of grew up listening to different stuff too. Like just like Garrison, what, like Rush and like, No, not Rush. Um <laughs> You were like a jazz guy, weren't you, Garrison? Yeah. So Rush. I I grew up yeah, I don't have a problem with Rush. I just want to make it clear I didn't grow That's up. That's not like your Rush. yeah. <laughs> there was one um, like classic band that you're always like Yeah, Journey is the Journey. classic band. Yeah, that's way different um, Rush. Yeah, way different, significantly different. I'll, I'll get into that later, but no. Um, so I grew up, my dad is a guitar player. He's played since he was like 10 years old. He's 54 right now. Shredder. His dad shreds. He shreds. Terry B for the win. He's on the record, by the way. He, he did. did play some guitar he, in he one of the it. demos we did. Um, and that's made, awesome. And I noticed it when we were listening down to our, our masters, I was like, that's my dad. Guys, that's my dad. Really? Like he never, so, we never noticed it. We never noticed it. Like, <laughs> it made it into the track like super quiet. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're right. I grew up um, playing jazz music. I mean, it, it all started at a very young age. I started playing piano. I played that for four years. And in Bentonville, where I'm from, if you were going to be a middle school like percussionist, you had to have two years of private piano instruction because they wanted to weed out, you know, the kids that were just going to go and dick around. And so. I stuck it out for four years. And then on my 10th birthday, I ran upstairs and there was my drum kit that I'd been waiting for forever. And um, so I've been playing ever since. And my dad was very much that like driving force of like, Hey, here's some weird instrumental guitar music that I love to listen to. Like you should learn that. And all the drum parts are crazy in that stuff. Like Steve Vai, you know, even, even like Eric Clapton, you know, his drummer is so tasteful and, you know, it's, it's not, it's not all about shreds, but it's really cool to get both perspectives of, okay, how do I swing and also shred, you know, like how do we make all these things happen? And so that's how I grew up. Um, a lot of church music too. I grew up in church and, uh, did a lot of CCM stuff. Um, but that was kind of my upbringing was just an eclectic group of things that, that made me want to keep playing drums. We all have that collective ex-worship pastor swag going on. So Mm -hmm. we all, we all share that tattoos to show, you know, we have a past, um, <laughs> we're interesting and quirky. <laughs> Please like us. <laughs> are there uh, any other favorite tracks on the on the record that aren't out of singles that uh, that you can tell us about? Any ones that are it was just standouts to you that are really just like keeping ear out for when uh, when the record's out? Um, yeah, there's one called "Underneath My Skin," which is really fun. It's kind of like a mid 2000s throwback. It's mm-hmm. very much like a third eye, blind like a third eye blind kind of thing. Yes. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we've got some like pop stuff. There's one called "Who Do You Think You Are?" That's really sick. That we were like kind of it's like on the John Bellion type side. So it, it's kind of all it's over the place. Weird. And then we've got like a, this one called "I Think I Like You," which is like a like a disc 70s disco throwback. It's really like. And then we've got some really heartfelt stuff. And it's pretty like eclectic. Acoustic stuff. It's, and it's, all, it's like, all there. But anything all, you want pop. is on the record. Exactly. <laughs> There's something for everyone. And I think a lot of people are like, what kind of music is it? And we're like, it's like. I don't know. Like, uh, band. It's band, band music. music. Like, yeah. You said like live instruments. And I don't think a lot of people are like. I mean, yeah, everyone's still playing instruments, but as far as how records are sounding, it's like you can make a record in, in a bedroom on a laptop now 
but we went to like a real studio and recorded real drums in a big room and guitars through like vintage amps and like that kind of stuff because it's there's something cool to that and like you can tell a difference regardless of yeah. what people say you can yeah. tell a difference yeah you know it, it is different it's just like a different energy it yeah. really is the, the record sounds just like live it sounds like you yeah. know some dudes playing instruments modern but classic it's yeah, band music it's yeah band band. band 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 speaking of some guys playing instruments live in the fall you're going out on the road finally i mean not only are you going on the road you're going out with dan and shay on the arena tour how does that feel let's go oh, crazy I, that's how it feels it's just, it's a, an insane opportunity we're, we're like i mean the fact that we were able we're, we were gonna do it last year and it, it kind of like got to, not taken away from us but everyone everyone had a had a hard year last year let's, yeah. let's be honest unless you're like jeff bezos or something but <laughs> yeah it, it was just you know we i don't we don't have much to complain about but we were, we were really lucky to that we got the opportunity to mm-hmm. um to get back out there again and yeah. and we get to go on more shows this time so it's, yeah the um, last the last get, time it was going to only be half but this time we get to do the madison square garden and Staples Center, Center and like all the shows we weren't going to do United Center. Now we get to do them. So honestly, kind of a blessing in, yeah. in disguise. In, in that way, it definitely was. Very awesome. But we didn't know for a long time, and we didn't know if we were even going to be playing in the fall. And people mm-hmm. were starting to say it's not going to be in fall until fall of next year that people are going to go out. And yeah. so it, it was it was scary there for a minute, and just like how up in the air it was, it was it was a little yeah disconcerting. But it's also weird that we've just been at home for like over a year, <laughs> and then in like two months we're gonna play to like fifteen thousand people a night it's gonna be really weird i haven't seen like over like 20 people at a time since like in a year until, 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 like, a, until like a week ago when like shit started opening back up but like i haven't been around more than like 10 people you know like at all and we're gonna walk into an, an arena like that's filled this is gonna be like it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be a crazy feeling it's gonna be insane we're, we're definitely ready and you got Bonnaroo too, right? Got yeah, Bonnaroo. yeah. That's Basically, a, the hometown. Yeah, that's like the Nashville. second or third show back. We have a couple little festivals doing some like random stuff. I think we're doing one that's not announced yet. Still, before that, possibly, maybe. Um, <laughs> and then we're doing a festival in Columbus, and those are kind of all like they'll be cool. But Bonnaroo is like the first like really big. It's and it's like forty five minutes from Nashville, kind of like it's a hometown. A lot of people that we know and friends friends and like Nashville music industry peers and friends will be out there it's gonna be crazy gonna camp out well well we we leave we like three days later to start the Dan and Shade tour so we might go a day early and, and camp because we'll have the bus which is like you know oh, yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty insane like <laughs> yeah. we, from a glamp side but. we've gone the past two years since we've lived here like I guess 2019, 2019 was the last Bonnaroo but we camped out the whole time had did like the whole thing and so shout out Calliope tent oh, playing yeah. until seven in the morning. Yeah, we, we, we had a time and like, so it's going to be cool going back and playing after just like having, it's like, it was one of the best, one of the best weekends of my life being there and camping out. Yeah. It's just a great experience to be there in general. So the fact that we actually get to play and it's like, we've got a, a cool spot and yeah, it's just a, it's going to be sick, man. It's going to be sick. I hope lots of people lose their minds. Yeah. I'm sure they will. And also, I love that I'm it's in September because it might be it might be a little cooler. Usually, it's yeah, 
So like I feel like Labor Day weekend is like the perfect weekend for Bonnaroo because people aren't going to work on Monday after Bonnaroo, like unless you're unless you're an Iron Man. I don't really or you just hydrated all weekend. But congratulations on on getting back out there on the album. It has been so awesome talking to you, Ben Camino. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jordan. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for having us, man. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.